you're born alone and you die alone. And the world drops a bunch of rules on you to make you forget that fact. But I never forget that fact. Welcome to the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show, bringing you an authentic and honest perspective into the inner workings of the world and navigating chaos. I'm your host, Isaac, and this is a message you won't want to miss to live life on your terms and become the hero of your story. Let's get straight into today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back everyone to another episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you guys being here. Let's go ahead and get started. I'm excited about this episode. It's going to be a topic that I think is a very interesting name. And I also think it's an interesting idea that we don't always think about. But it really holds a lot of weight for a lot of people. And it also sometimes can help a lot of us understand why we are the way we are and how we can move forward in a better direction. Today's topic is the hand that feeds you. Now, of course, this is a metaphor, but there's a lot of symbolism behind it. And for a lot of people, it means different things. And so instead of really trying to get in all the meanings, you know, I might cover a couple, but I want to talk about like what it means, especially to me. The hand that feeds you is really what you feel that you owe the world. Right. You know, we always have this concept of like, you know, the parent fed you when you were a kid, right? You had these people take care of you and then now you have to repay them. You have to give back. You have to, you know, give back to your community, give back to your family, um, give back to your friends, those kinds of concepts. And I want to start by saying um, this quote, and I think many of you may be familiar with the TV show uh, Mad Men, but if you are, you would know one of the characters, um, Don Draper. He had this quote in one of in one of the episodes that he said, you're born alone and you die alone. And the world drops a bunch of rules on you to make you forget that fact. But I never forget that fact. And obviously that can very, that can sound very nihilistic, especially when you know, you got the grasp of like this high paced lifestyle, not a lot of meaning, a lot of flash, a lot of, you know, meaningless interactions. But let's talk about the truth in it too, because there is truth. Your decision and your entering the world wasn't made by you. And you obviously don't really know what was happening because again, you didn't have a conscious and a mind really formed yet. And then when we go out this world, you know, we might have people around us in our lives, but the moment we go out of this world, we are utterly alone in that moment. So we are born alone and we do die alone. And instead of looking at it from a bad perspective, from a nihilistic perspective, to me, it's a freeing perspective. Because it means that we don't go into the world owing anyone anything. But we also don't go into the world with people owing us anything. When we leave, it's the same way. When we leave, no matter what happened, there's nothing more that the world owes us. Right? The debt's settled. And the same way around, there's nothing more we owe in the world. We did our part, however big, however small, however positive or however negative. We did what we thought was best, or at least what our actions did, if we didn't align our actions with their thinking. But again, the debt's settled. 
at the beginning and at the end. So in between is where everything else really changes, where things start to unfold and where things start to show possibilities. So to me, the hand that feeds you, it, to, it, it holds this great parallel or and more than a parallel, a great transition that for any individual that can see this, I think will help you live a tremendously happier life than before. And that's a transition towards gratitude. Because instead of thinking about, you obviously want to take care of the people that took care of you. You want to reciprocate that. But instead of thinking so much about paying it back, think more about paying it forward. And I want to give an example of this. Think about it. Let's say you had a mentor at some point in your life, or you currently do. You have a mentor that taught you important things that helped you get years ahead of where you want to have been by yourself. Right? They propelled you forward. They carried you on a platter and took you to the promised land. They took you further than you thought was possible. They helped you break through limiting beliefs and they helped you get to where you wanted to be. And now you might be thinking, you know, you have this chip on your shoulder. Again, the hand that feeds you, it's, it's this chip on your shoulder. You might be thinking like, I don't know how I'm going to pay this person back. They have the money that they want. I can't give them that. I don't know what to teach them because they taught me them, that stuff. So you, you get frantic and you almost get so caught up and so stressed and anxious about trying to pay this person back. And again, like I'm saying, be grateful and show that kind of gratitude towards them and take care of them. But it's not about them anymore. They gave you those tools because they believe that it would help you on your way. And all they really ask, whether they say this or not, is that you do the same for someone else. Let's say you got a mentor and you were 25 and they were 40. Now you've lived your life and because of what they taught you, you're now at 40 and now you're more successful than you ever thought you could be in whatever way you define success. Now you're 40, find someone to mentor, someone that was like you or that had that at least the hunger, the eye of the tiger that you had and help them. Because instead of getting so caught up in paying people back, if we pay it forward, we're grateful because we don't owe the people that we pay it to anything. It doesn't feel like we're giving back to the hand that feeds us, right? We're not, feed, they're feeding us with one hand, we're feeding them with the other hand. It's not like that. This time, now that you're fueled up, you just turn around, see what food you have in the pantry, and you decide to give that out willingly, without burden. And again, and I've seen this because I've done this in my own life. When I'm able to give back to others because of the things that have been given to me, it's a win-win. Because it shows the people that gave you something that you cared and listened and appreciated what they taught you so much so that you're teaching it to other people. And now the people that are receiving it, they're able to be better people because of it. So the hand that feeds you is changing this perspective of having someone that helped you get where you are. And instead of getting so caught up or even angry sometimes, sometimes we're angry that we have this chip on our shoulder. Instead of getting so caught up in that, that it exists. Just turn around and give the chip to someone else. But do it in a way that instead of them feeling they owe you, feel like you're just paying the other person back in a different way, a way that you maybe didn't think about. And that's the, that's the great thing about it too. You know, it's, it's a reframing challenge. It's a reframing exercise where you're able to change what you once thought you had to do to something that now frees you, right? It's something that kept you in place, something that you know, held you back a little bit to something that now allows you to be what you want to be, how you want to be it. 
the second part of this episode that I want to talk about, and I think this is another concept that goes very well together, is this idea of debt, inter interpersonal debt, not financial debt. It's this feeling of owing other people. Not, not the same thing as a chip on the shoulder where you feel like, you know, that you're only there because they brought you there and, you know, they're still there kind of on your shoulder, like telling you like, hey, do this, do that. But this kind of idea of interpersonal debt, like, you know, this idea of you giving to someone, them giving you stuff, this sort of idea. And I want to start with a story. It might have been about four or five months since this happened. But I remember one time I was traveling and I was in, I believe I was in New York at the time. And I'm walking in New York and I'm just observing, you know, sometimes I like to think and walking helps me do so, but I also like to see my surroundings and I'm walking down and I was in the financial district and I just see these interactions, you know, street vendors, corner shops, all these interactions that are happening all around me, coffee shops. And you see how people deal with other people. Like a lot of people are rushed, but some people spend the time and ask how their day is going. Other people, you know, let someone else go in front of them because they have less stuff in the line. Or, you know, you see someone on the street vendor and they didn't have cash and they were like, don't worry about it. You know, these little things, these trivial things for many people. And this whole time I'm thinking, you know, what we do can obviously be a reflection of who we are. But how much are we associating our actions with our thinking and the people that we want to be? Because at some capacity, a lot of us want to have happiness or we want to be happy, right? We want to be able to smile and go to bed without, you know, having demons plague our head every night and thinking horrible thoughts or just thinking, you know, that life, like that life sucks. And a lot of people who haven't gone into the place they want to get to, which is most of us, we always think that everything's so scarce in life. We have, again, this huge scarcity mindset that if we give to someone else, we're going to lose out on our own. If we help someone else, it takes time away from us building our own success. But the reality becomes that you can always have more compliments, more nice words to say to people. There's always slight actions you can always take that will really never take away from who you are. And, you know, people, it's funny because people will say a lot of times, especially people without money, um, they'll talk about this idea that, you know, money doesn't make you happy. Money only makes you more greedy, it makes you vindictive, it makes you um, a shark, it makes you cold-hearted, all these things. Money again is an amplifier. But then people say, good money can't buy happiness. If you believe that, you've never been able to give money away, is the thing too. Because when you see when something else can do, when something that maybe doesn't mean as much to you anymore but it means the world of difference to someone else. And you see how their face lights up and what they can do for themselves, for their family, for their kids. That changes a lot of things. And a lot of times it's not even money. Sometimes it's that gratitude or those compliments or those nice words or that smile or asking how people's days are. 
That's the kind of debt I'm talking about, the interpersonal debt. A lot of us think of it that way, like, oh, like if we're giving compliments, we should be receiving compliments. Like, oh, if I'm holding the door, this next person should hold it for me. We always feel like people owe us things. Sometimes we feel like we owe people things, but a lot of times we always feel entitled. Especially here in America, we have a huge thing of entitlement. We always feel like we're owed things. And the truth is that we're not owed anything by anyone or by the world itself. But instead of thinking like, oh, like, you can, like even thinking that it's not negative, but it doesn't really, you know, help you. Think of what if I could make someone's day better and by extension their life just that little bit better by an action that doesn't cost me anything. What I feel better about myself about the kind of person that I want to be. And for most people, the answer should be yes. For most people, the answer should be, that would make me a better person. And a better person is a happier person. When we feel that we are better, when we raise our level of self-respect, when our esteem, self-esteem goes up, at that capacity, we usually tend to be happier. Our capacity for happy, happiness is higher because of the actions that we are taking. When you're able to do things for other people, instead of worrying about, oh, like people aren't doing this for me, just, just, just think about how this is going to make you feel, how good you're going to know you are. And it, let's say you have family or close relationships or kids, how you're going to feel every time you look into their eyes and you just, you don't have to say that you did good today. All you have to know is you look in their eyes and you're like, I am a good, honest person that does the right thing. And doesn't have this entitlement. Because entitlement, I'll tell you one thing that it does is that it robs you from being happy. Because as much people think that not having something makes you miserable, thinking you have everything that you've ever wanted, or feeling that way, right? Or feeling that you're owed everything that you've ever wanted. There's no satisfaction from getting something you think you're owed. If you lend someone $20 and they give it back... You're not like, oh, they gave me $20. Like, no, you, were, you already expected it. You were entitled to it. So there's no happiness from it. So the more we entitle ourselves towards things that, again, aren't owed to us, the more it chips away from our happiness, the more it chips away from how we could actually feel if we allowed ourselves to free ourselves from the entitlement trap. Thank you all for tuning into this episode. I really hope you all enjoyed. Again, I appreciate the support. If you want to check out the video version, it will be on YouTube. You know how we close it off. Wenny, Weedy, Weechi, I came, I saw, I conquered. Thank you for tuning into today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. If this episode provided you with any form of value, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. For more information and to get more connected with us, visit our website, www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com for all of our programs, resources, and all previous content with full episode transcripts. We appreciate your support. And until next time, that's all for today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show.